I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been, and will always be, about buckets. Just attack the basket. Buckets, brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. And this is a little bit of an emergency pod. It's a pre-emergency pod. It's a pre-emergency pod because stuff hasn't happened, but it might happen. And a big thing in betting is you got to be able to be ready to react to stuff both before it happens and after. And we're going to try and do that today when it comes to a potential trade of Damian Lillard to any number of places, probably Miami, but we'll talk about it. We'll again, all of that and everything that we talk about and the bets that we'll discuss can be found in the award-winning Action Network app. It's the best way for you to track your bets. You can follow my co-host Brandon Anderson and I's bets in there as well. You can get notifications to see when we're moving on stuff. I did make two bets that we'll talk about based off of stuff I was hearing last night that may or may not be completely dead today, and I do not regret them. Uh, you can find all of that as long as well as all of our great stuff. Our live shows are in there as well. You're going to find great stuff like how about Nick Geffen's overtime model, which hit last week. How about (laughs) first touchdown last night from Joe Gallant? How about Sean Kerner and Nick Geffen's luck rankings? How about the Sunday six pack for football with Chris Raybon and Stucky? How about all of our win total content, which I am currently trying to slog through while dealing with this mess of a trade. Uh, Lots of stuff to talk about in the award-winning action network app. Also want to ask you to follow our YouTube page, go to youtube.com and find the Action Network YouTube page. And you'll be able to see all, all of our shows, our live shows, the recorded shows, all sorts of great stuff. Give us a like and subscribe. It's the best way for you to support us right now is to follow us on YouTube. So appreciate you guys doing that. I'm joined today by Brandon Anderson. He's NBA Futures Analyst. And that's important that we get a Futures Analyst on here, Brandon, because trying to anticipate this, what's going to happen is going to be a little bit wild. Um, I have a whole lot to get to in terms of what I've heard about the Damian Lillard situation. Stuff started picking up on Wednesday, and I was kind of like, and then Thursday went a little bit crazy last night, and it's continued on. We're recording this. I want to kind of timestamp this. We're recording this at 1.52 Eastern on Friday. By 1.53 Eastern, everything could have changed. Um, And that's going to be kind of how it is. We're going to talk a little bit about possibilities and potentials but you need to i will tell the listener right now up front everything we're going to talk about is speculative and i'm trying to find you value about in the event of with consideration for the possibility that certain things will or will not occur yeah i think to me the way i'm thinking of it is two things number one are there any bets are there any futures because obviously we're only on futures right now there are no games to play 
Are there any futures that I want to get in right now before anything officially happens, before the market can move? Because I'm going to like the bet anyway. I'll like it even more this way. So let me grab that now. That's one possibility. And then number two, is there an angle that we can get you ready for so that, okay, the news dropped. Here's the one of the angles we talked about. That one's in play now. Go. Here's the angle I want to grab. Here's the, you know, let me pull up. I've got right now NBA Futures betting odds page at Action Network. I, I got to have this page. Like, I'm just going to be a show for the page because I'm seeing all the different books, all the different odds. And to be able to pull that up and say, okay, I'm ready to bet heat title odds right now. If that's you, where am I going to get that at? What's the best number? Is it at BetMGM? Are there other prices out there? So I think getting you ready for, is there a bet now to make an anticipation? And is there a bet that you should be ready to pull the trigger on? And I think that's what we should talk through. So what can you tell us right now about what we know or think we know about the Dame situation? Okay, I'll start with this. We don't know anything. Um <laughs> Here, here's what I feel I feel comfortable relaying. Uh, I would say that the probability of DeAndre Ayton being a Portland Trailblazer by the time the training camp starts is above 50% at this point and creeping up towards 75%. Um, every iteration of the deal that I have heard about, and believe me, I've heard a lot, um, and trying to piece through this stuff is really messy and really gross. It's it, This stuff is, is just disgusting, and you get tired of it, and you want to ignore all of it. I don't blame anybody for being like, this is all smoke, this is all noise, none of this is real, don't blame you. Because that's how, how it feels when you get, when I get like eight texts that are all saying a different thing, it's really like, I don't know, man. He's going to Mars, I don't know. But I do feel like DeAndre Aiden is going to wind up being a Portland trailblazer. Um, the reason for that, it sounds like, is that Phoenix got pulled into conversations with Portland and basically said, we'll provide Aiden and we'll take Nurkic if you can provide one to two other role players that we're interested in from whoever you do this deal with, which is why on Thursday, there was a lot of talk about the possibility of a trade with Toronto again, that Toronto would be sending um, one of the big three names, Scotty Barnes, Pascal Siakam, OG Anobi, almost definitely OG. Like I don't have that confirmed, but from a speculative logical standpoint, OG makes the most sense that OG would wind up going to Phoenix as part of that component. And that'd be like a great trade for Phoenix, right? You send out Aiton, you replace him with Nurkic, a, a totally okay, not great starting center, but it's not an upgrade. It's a little bit of a downgrade, but it's not a massive one. You replace the rebounding and size that Aiton provides and you get a, a an A-plus wing defender like OG Ananobi. That makes a lot of sense, right? So like that conversation I think was was held and like there was some traction there to the point where I think people really started to be like, hey, this might actually occur. And then it fell apart again. Um, my understanding is that the same reason that it always falls apart, which is the Raptors did not get it. Like, I think the Raptor, I, my understanding is that every time that the teams are like, I think so. So we got this Toronto's like, yeah, yeah, no, we got it. If you'll also give us two first round picks in the blood of your firstborn son. And then everyone's like, well, what are we doing here? Um, so my understanding is that that may have uh, expired. The, what we're running into here is, in my opinion, this is a reading of the tea leaves. I'm not like in the room with Joan Cronin, right? My understanding is that a lot of what's going on here is talks advance. And then one of the other teams comes in and says, Hey, ooh, okay. 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 We'll, we'll talk. We like, we'll, we'll, we'll be serious now. And that's changed. I think a lot of this, there is 
still a Miami deal that gained a lot of traction this morning. And it's a four-way deal with Phoenix, Indiana, Miami, and Portland. That's like those four teams have been in conversation about a potential deal. And again, Phoenix still sends Aiton to Portland and all these kind of things. My understanding essentially is that um, because the Blazers are having such a hard time finding a signature talent to get back, they can't find a blue chipper to get back. Like the Heat trying yeah. keep trying to be like, Nikola Jovic, what about the eighth best player in FIBA World Cup? Mm? Um, or Jaime Jaquez. I'm, there's been talk this conversation this morning that it's going to be both of the young guys, and I'm skeptical of that. Like, I don't, I think that Miami winds up keeping one of those dudes. Um, but Aiden would be like the blue chipper that goes there. Now, I don't know that there's like a bet to be made on Aiden going to Portland. I don't know that there's like a, like a bet that has value there. If it's OG to Phoenix, which I don't think is, again, I, I've heard that that's over. Okay. But if that were a possibility, if like that want to be in the deal, I would have interest in Phoenix at that point. Like, let's start there. Is that, let's try and attack this from that perspective is the most likely outcome here. If we talk about the framework that's being discussed is Aiden goes to Portland, Nurkic goes to Phoenix, and then Phoenix gets some other role players, whether that's Caleb Martin or if it's a, a more, you know, obviously they would want OG. I don't think they're, again, I don't think they're going to get it. Um, there's talk of the Pacers sending pieces to Phoenix, not Buddy Heald, notably. I haven't heard that Heald, there's been no connection for Heald to Phoenix in this construct. So I want to ask you, let's start there from a betting standpoint. Do we feel like there is an angle to take on Phoenix with the possibility of moving eight now, adding Nurkic? And then if we if we kind of do an equation here of Nurkic yeah. plus N, and N can be whatever, like X and X can be whatever. Like X can be right. rotation player. Let's say n- not star, but rotation player. What are your thoughts on, on Sun's futures from that perspective? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think through this. Uh, so we know I do NFL too. So my NFL article that goes up now on Fridays is how to bet every team, every game. So I'm trying to think of that perspective. Okay, so let's do how, how are we betting every team that might be involved here? What's the angle? If I want to bet on Phoenix, what's the angle? So I think you start with, okay, Aiton and Nurkic. If we're swapping out Aiton for Nurkic, that, that is, that's, that's, that's the big four. That's the fourth guy out of, out of their lineup, presumably. So how do we feel? I've not been a strong DeAndre Aiton proponent over the years, let's say kindly. But Yusuf Nurkic, you've spoken a little more kindly of him than I can say, like, I think Nurkic has. I think Nurkic used to be underrated. I know you've seen you saw a lot of Nurkic up close because he played in Denver. So I know you, you got to see a lot of him there. I, I think he. I'm not going to say old or washed because those are both overstated terms. And I'm 40, so <laughs> let's be real. But like, I don't feel like Nurkic is a dude that's going to be on the court for Phoenix in the Western Conference Finals Game Seven closing minutes. Like, I don't think that's that dude. I don't. I don't see it. Where at least. Aiden's going to be out there. He might be the reason we all make fun of them for losing, but he's going to be on the court. I don't know if Nurk's going to be out there. I don't know if Nurk's going to make it that far into the season health-wise. Like, his his health history is very troubling to me with the age profile. So, to me, even though I'm not high on Aiden, Aiden to Nurk on its own is a pretty clear downgrade to me. 
So now I, I'm going to have to make up for it with the plus X in the equation. And I'm going to have to say, okay, who is it? Is it Kayla Martin? Is it is it a couple of role players? And, and I'm now replacing, I don't know, Kate Bates-Diop minutes or, or Yuta Watanabe's minutes. Like I'm, I'm upgrading those minutes of those, repl- like literally replacement guys, all the minimum salary guys that they got. I'm upgrading that in the exchange for what I think is a pretty clear downgrade at center. I'm going to have a hard time making enough upgrades elsewhere to make up for the, I mean, I think DeAndre Ayton on the Phoenix Suns roster probably leads the team in minutes this year, or at least is like second. Like he's going to have more minutes than Durant and Beal who don't play all the games. I don't know. Maybe Booker leads the team, but it's a lot of minutes and Nurk is going to be a lot less minutes. So now I got to play my backup centers. I don't see enough. I don't see enough there. I think it's a worse defense. I, I, to me, it's a downgrade for Phoenix. I don't really understand what they think they're getting out of this. We don't know. We don't know the players, but I'm not in on Phoenix anyway. I'm not looking to put my futures into them, but I'm definitely less excited about it with this construct in mind. How are you feeling about them? So when I started looking at the Pacific Division, and I did the Suns uh, first on win totals, of course. Of course I did them first. Of course I did them first. <laughs> That's on you. Come on. You you had to know yeah. that this was a possibility. <laughs> I didn't, honestly. I thought that they were, like, they made a lot of noise about, no, 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 Vogel's going to get Aiden back in. Like, he's going to bring him back in. And then, no. Um, so last night, I bet Suns plus 170 to win the Pacific Division at BetMGM. I put 2.5 units on that. And the... Oh, you like this. The thought process is okay if i like them before and i did like i we will talk about when we do pacific division starting uh in two weeks like we're we've already talked about it you and i are going to rumble over the warriors and that's fine but if my prior is that i like the sons of any of the of any of the pacific division teams they're the ones i think have the highest floor they have a high ceiling and a high floor for me so if i like them anyway if this deal does not go through if everything falls apart and they got to get Aiden back in the fold I still like the the idea of Vogel being able to do it. So both bets that I put in last night were built upon, this is an okay bet yeah. if it happens or if it doesn't, which I want to be really clear is how you should think about this if you're looking to bet the situation yeah. before it goes down. Do not make a bet based off of, oh, it's like they're nearing a deal. Don't Even if it's from Shams or Woj, right? Or Haynes. Even if it's yeah. from one of the big three, because especially if it's Toronto, but in general, just because those talks can fall apart and now you're left with it with you're on the hook for something that you didn't yeah. like unless an event occurred. Yeah, ju- just to give an example of that, last summer, I'm trying to think exactly the circumstances. Whenever the latest Kevin Durant drama was, like a year ago, and I remember being like, you know what? Would he go back to Golden State? Because if he went back, that would just be like a, we won the title again. Like, I hope it doesn't happen as a fan, but like, on the off chance he does, I would really want that ticket at this long number. But if he doesn't come, hi, I'm Brandon. I'll take a Warriors Futures ticket. That'd right. be fine with me. Thank you. Right. So I put that in and it didn't end up paying off that way. But it still was like a ticket I was okay to have in the portfolio for later. So that's where you're with the Suns is saying, okay, I feel good about it. I'll like it even more probably. So I'll get the price on it now. And here's like a good example of like the long play across the NBA season, right? Is... When Katie asked out, and I heard that Phoenix, I heard immediately Phoenix was like the move. I bet Phoenix to win the title then. Yeah. Um, 
And then when Kyrie asked out before KD, it was known KD was going to get dealt. Just as soon as Kyrie had demanded a trade, I bet two teams. I bet the Nets and I bet the Suns. And the thinking was if KD stays and they get something back, that Nets team is still probably pretty good. And if not, he's going to Phoenix and that, that bet will have value. And a reasonable response would be like, yeah, but Matt, they didn't, they didn't win the, the title. No, but you know what that ticket gave me? It gave me a huge opportunity to bet with confidence when I felt that Denver was better with Phoenix. I knew I could do that all the way up to the, the ticket value I had on Phoenix prior because I've got it hedged because I knew that they were going to be facing one of the inferior yeah. team in the Western Conference Finals. So again, we talk about portfolio betting. That's a situation where yeah. having the Phoenix ticket helped me a ton for being able to bet more aggressively later. I wish I'd done the same thing with all those Celtics tickets and bet the heat, but alas, you can't win them all. So that's one of the bets I put in was I bet the Suns to win the division. That way I don't have to worry about playoffs. I don't have to worry about health. I don't have to worry about what this looks like. There's a number of ways in which this trade isn't even that good for them. And they still wind up winning the division at plus 170. I like the idea of a division because specifically my response to the, the Nurkic eight and the thing was, well, what about game seven, Western conference finals, end of May, no longer in play, not relevant. In fact, now X and Y players, the better depth players, the guys soaking up all those minutes in the season helps your bet helps the regular season odds because now Caleb Martin or whoever it is that comes in is like, okay, that mattered. Those extra thousand minutes of him as our fifth or sixth guy on the team. I don't know. He might be the third in minutes with the way that Beal and Durant's health is at. Like these guys coming in might end up being like, like look at like the Lakers roster last year, who's leading in minutes and it's guys aren't on the team anymore. It's not LeBron and Davis. Like that's where we're going with Phoenix. So from a regular season point of view, that makes sense that this can upgrade them. So you, you talked about uh, Portland, obviously. That, so I'm doing the every team thing. So go to Portland here for a second. If Portland gets Aiden, what's the way to bet it? I don't know that there is a, a, like, I don't know that you're, like, rushing to grab an over under on the win total. We're obviously not looking to play division. We're not looking to, like, bet coach of the year. I do have a Portland angle. Do you have any Portland betting angle that you want to give out? I don't. There's a book has got them up at 23 and a half and the number's too low. Um, but this team is going to be pretty terrible. Like you just can't have a second year player in Shaden Sharp and a first year point guard in Scoot Henderson. And then Anthony Simons, um, empty calories, sorry. And be like, yeah, no, they're going to win 30 games. And so like, I don't, it's like, if I was going to bet anything, what would I bet? Probably like 23 and a half. I'm probably at like a slide over, but I don't like the coaching. I don't like it. Like I have a hard time finding anything and there's not going to be any value in the market. I would think of some sort of derivative, like uh, div- division finishing position, but even then it's going to be such a massive negative. I don't want to right. invest. It's not going to be worth the, the, the investment. I don't think. Yeah. So I think I agree with all that. I don't really have a team specific one, but I think you're missing an obvious one that I didn't even think of. We talked about this last night and I didn't think of this till just we're on now. Scoot Henderson, rookie of the year. Get it now. Oh, yeah. This is the moment. Because the moment that Dame is officially not on the roster anymore, I promise you those odds have to shorten because voila, we just freed up 30 points a game and eight assists or whatever all the numbers are off the top of my head. It's scoot now. Like, let's be clear. We're we're already pricing that somewhat in. Like, we're already assuming Dame is probably gone, but those numbers can only shorten a little bit. And right now, 
at BetMGM, Scoot is plus 450. Our action tool is showing that is the best price on the market. Plus 450 is too long. I see a plus 350, a plus 250 out there, and a 300. I want that 450, and I don't think that 450 lasts the moment that a Dame trade is official. So if you listen, go listen to the Rookie of the Year pod. Both of us are in on Scoot. We talked about when to bet it. I think this is the time. I think you want the Scoot ticket. You better grab it because the moment a trade is official, then the green light is for Scoot to win Rookie of the Year after that. Do you agree with that one? Yeah, so the conversation has been very much like this is going to get done before the weekend is the expectation from people. I don't, before the weekend's done, rather. I just think that we've we've held on to these th- these things enough that I'm always a little bit like, man, I don't know. I will say that there's been a very big shift in the conversations with people that I've had where it was like, hey, Portland's not saying anything. They may just go into the season and deal with this. And then re- like this week, it's been very much like, no, it sounds like they want to get they don't want to start the yeah. season like this. They want to get it done. Um, media day is yeah. October 2nd. So, you know. If that's the deadline, maybe you've got a couple of days. Um, I would say that, yeah, if there's if there is if there is an urgent bet to make, then right now, then right now it's scoot. You're absolutely right on that. Yeah, I the, think so. I, I think if if you like the scoot angle, I think grab it now. It's hard to imagine what the trade is, what Portland nets that makes you not want scoot. Because like they duh, they're trying to build around him. Like that's that's part of the point of all this. They're not gonna be like, oh whoops, we brought in a point guard now as the main asset. Like, no, that's the, the whole they're trying to get down rate and not a point guard. So whoever it is, it's it's not gonna be something that hinders the scoot thing. It really can only help that. And yeah, so I think grab that now if you can. I don't really I don't know that we even need to talk about Indiana per se, just because they're no. so peripheral to like we didn't know if they're involved or what would happen. Yeah. We'll get I mean, there and there, the win yeah, there's total. A team and that could be, there's, there's like a lot of teams that could get right. in there. I've, I've heard Dallas. I've heard um, right. Portland. Like there's a bunch of different ones that yeah. I've heard kind of thrown so, in there. But to me, the Portland takeaway is just that I agree with what you said is like, I think that where there's smoke, there's fire. Like there's a lot of smoke suddenly again now. And I have to interpret this as uh, knowing no sources or anything as like, okay, this has got to be happening now. Like, we can't be doing this again right on the cusp of the of the season. Like, game's yeah. out. Like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know where he's going. I don't know who's coming in. But I know Portland is probably not going to have Dame, so I had to bet Scoot. Buckets is presented by BetMGM. Use bonus code ACTION when signing up to get up to $1,500 paid back in bonus bets if your first bet loses. For new users in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. 
Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Let's talk Miami. Um, yeah. All right. I bet Miami 12 to 1 when – I bet Miami 12 to 1 when, like, when they didn't trade Scoot on draft night. Yeah. That wait, wait. Like let, let, me, let me lead with a question. Okay. Based on everything you know, and that can be all the stuff you've said on here and stuff that you know and can't report yet, and maybe you can't answer this question, but I'll ask it anyway. From two weeks ago till now, are you more or less confident that Damian Lillard in this moment is going to be a Miami Heat player this year? I am less confident. Okay. So we think that perhaps then the market is perhaps overconfident that he would still be a Heat player. So I think that I, I thought it was important to lead with that because that's going to inform where we're going with this. So yeah. you got your Heat future in already. T- tell me about the bet you put in last night thinking that, okay, he might not be on the Heat after all. Uh, we were on a text chain. Brand, it's me, Brandon, and our former colleague, Raheem Palmer, who uh, now works for the Ringer Gambling Show. And like our, we all had like the same idea. Like You said it, and I was like, that was where I was going to go to in its Hawks division. And it's plus 220 at BetMGM. The thought process is, okay, I like the Hawks. I like Quinn Snyder, Coach of the Year. I like their upside. They have trade potential. There's a large runway here for them to jump back near 50 where they were two seasons ago. Like, there's a runway for Atlanta to become a serious team again. Even no matter how you feel about Trey, he did lead a playoff team that got to the, that got to the conference finals. Like, he did that, right? Um and so with Quinn Snyder on board and with what I expect for an internal addition and the possibilities of all the trades that they've also kind of floated, there's enough there for me to like this, this bet in a vacuum of just like plus 220 for them to get for them to be able to win the division regular season performance. That to me is like the only real way to bet this. I wouldn't bet heat under because the price and the market on the heat is still factoring in. It's basically in my, it's 48 and a half to 49 and a half, depending on where you find it. It's basically in the middle of where I think they're, ha- they're doing what they yeah. do with the lines when they do uh, on a game. And they're not sure if a guy is going to be in there. We talk about this all the time yeah. about that kind of like shadow zone of it's 48 and a half. If Dame doesn't go to Miami, it goes to 46 and a half. If Dame does go to Miami, it's 50 and a half. And I don't know that those are absolutely the numbers that'll that'll get there. They'll probably take a lot of money afterwards too, and it'll move. And you say like, well, you could get a better price on Atlanta then. Yeah, but like my certainty of Atlanta winning this bet if Dame goes to Miami goes way down. And my confidence in in Atlanta winning the division if and bear in mind, like they should still be a dog even if Miami doesn't get Dame. Like that's how much Atlanta has underperformed. I have to be realistic about that. But plus two twenty the the scenario is like, all right, let's say Dame gets traded there, but they lose a lot of depth. They've lost Max Struess. They've lost Gabe Vincent. They would lose probably Caleb Martin. They would lose Kyle Lowry. He's gone no matter what in that deal. Um, Tyler Hero's a maybe. That one's very, like, very undecided on whether Tyler Hero goes in this deal or not. They lose one of the kiddos. I don't, there's a lot of talk about them having to trade both of the young guys, Jovic and Hakez. I don't think that happens. I think Miami finds a way to to add one on. They are trying, I think, to add another piece from one of the, whoever they get in a four-way deal. They want to add another rotation guy. And I don't know if they'll get it done, but that would hurt this bet. And I would ha- I would lose value if it's like they get Dame and they get Buddy Heald. They get Dame and they get somebody from Phoenix. You know, They get Dame and they get 
insert player from 14. That hurts this bet, but I, I it was a small bet at plus 220, but that to me is like the best way to fade the possibility of Miami not yeah. getting him. If you ask me on percentage chances of them getting him, I'm still going to go 70% or higher that Miami gets him. But I was like 90% two weeks ago that this was just right. going to be like, look, they're not going to find anything and Miami's going to get this because the star players always get what they want. There's enough noise in the last 24 hours for me to be like, okay, I'm willing to make a small bet at plus 220 on a regular season Hawks bet effectively as a in the event that the Heat don't get Dame. Yeah, and I think like it's it's hard confidence in these things like 90% confident, 70% confident. We're guessing. We're making up numbers on that. We we don't know as humans how to like actually put a real percentage, but in a betting market, that's the key. Like that matters that extra 20% of no Dame on the team. They lost a lot of pieces this summer. They lost starters off of an NBA Finals team and basically didn't replace them. And I know the Heat can just like go down to the park and be like, hey, you, you're our starting center now. You're great. Congratulations. Like, I know this is a thing they keep on doing, but I think you have to factor in like the potential depth loss if it doesn't happen. So if there is no trade or if it's a trade that doesn't come with the extra compartments and pieces that you're talking about, I think you factor that in. So just to be clear, uh, Raheem actually was was the Hawks idea. So I g- give credit to Raheem on it. I just chimed in afterward. I was, I was too busy watching football, I believe. But I'm curious if we should maybe even go a little further down the board. So we'll get into the win totals when we get there. But as of this moment, while Miami stands as they are, I have the Heat at 41 and 41, basically a 500 roster, which I don't get all the slander I'm going to get for that, I'm sure. But I have so Miami forty one wins, I have Atlanta forty two, I have Orlando thirty nine. Like I have all three of those teams right in my play in zone right now. So I'm looking at Orlando. Orlando right now at BetMGM is eight to one. I see a nine to one out there on them. We talked about the Magic. Obviously, we had Apollo at FIBA. We had Franz at FIBA. Whatever the same logic is, is the logic there that if we I don't think there's a, that it's time to directly fade the Heat or that there's a great way to do it. You have to sort of indirectly fade them by buying in on something else. We can't necessarily do that with a conference bet or a title bet because there's a, a multiverse of options. In the division, we get it down to five and, you know, Wizards, Hornets. So maybe we get it down to three. What about Magic? How about Magic at like eight, nine to one range? Same premise, but if you like them, are is the ceiling or floor low enough for the other teams, for the current Miami and what the Hawks are, is it fair to say that they might kind of float around 500 and could Orlando be in that mix or could they at least be in the mix enough that you want that ticket and now you've got some options later? I don't just because I think you're a year early on them. Um, Like I think that like I bet the over on them last year, love that bet cash. It was great, but and I like this team a lot. I have a little bit of concern about their ceiling. And I think that to win the division, you will, it's going to be rare that we're going to see like last year where it's basically a 500 team wins the division. I think that you're still going to, on most years, you're going to need something that's like 43, 44. Yeah. And that to me feels like a, a considerable. It's asking a lot for Orlando. It's asking a lot for Orlando. So that's kind of where yeah. I get to is um, Atlanta, I feel like has a much higher, like the range of yeah. like, 80% of their ceiling is like 48 wins and like a hundred percent of their ceiling is like 52. 
right? We have this big range where they outperform Miami to win the division versus Orlando. It's like you're basically betting Orlando to win the division is a parlay. Betting Orlando is betting them for them to reach their ceiling and for Miami and Atlanta to both perform to either average performance based off of your assessment or below that. And that to me, I think is yeah, why. And, and, and for Dame not to go to Miami. That's all part of the parlay. And for Dame not to go to Miami. Right. So all of those factors involved, I think, make that an event. Um, if there is a Damian Lillard trade over the weekend or whenever it happens, uh, we'll do an emergency pod and with me and, and I'll try to get Brandon. And if it's if football has him occupied, we'll get the other Buckets crew on there to run through it. Uh, we'll break down exactly how to bet it and all the impacts of it. You can count on that in your feed. My thanks to David Payne for producing this. Uh, he doesn't know he's going to be producing this, so I get to drop him that text uh, here in a little bit. I appreciate him doing that, as well as our video crew for getting this up on the site. This has been How to Bet Damian Lillard Trade Before It Happens here on the Action Network's NBA pod. Till next time, let's get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.